After the fire, the preeminent podcast for everything to deal with having a great and amazing life after the fire service. My name is Chris Phelps. I'm your host. And I'm joined today with a good friend of mine, Peter Katasbadi. Squatapati? Katasbadi. Katasbadi. Said that right, right? Yes. I should know that, right? You nailed it. <laughs> nailed it like I expected. So Pete and I have been friends for a good, good while since like the late mid late 90s when you had like hair that. when i had hair had hair yeah and uh and and his wasn't uh half as gray and he had more of it as well but uh um we worked in neighboring fire departments took some classes together got to know one another and um so one of the reasons i wanted to bring you on today was because of what you have done um, leading up to retirement and now since retirement. So give us a, just like a quick high level view of what, uh, you want, what you've been be doing and where, from yeah, the beginning, yeah, how it all started so, you know, back from being the Cato Kalen living so in somebody's it, basement. So what we do now is we're, we manage property in Palm beach and we're in construction. So how it started was, construction well no it's, it's real sanitation yeah no kids just construction right um so kind of the way it started is you know i i put an ad in in the paper um in the shiny sheet palm beaches shiny sheet um it's just their paper is just made of a different material but it's just white and not yellowish so i heard from one of the cops there they they put an ad in talking about you know, you can live on property and and um, not pay rent. And they were kind of house sitting. I was like, that is fantastic. Yeah. You know, not paying rent, not doing any of that. So I did that and got a got a call. And then I lived there. And, you know, I was working at Home Depot and other jobs and stuff like that. So this was a nice way to get get. So going. you were you were new on the department. I was probably about three-ish, four-ish years there. So, and prior to um, house sitting, if you will, or, caretaker, or caretaker right. being the caretaker, uh, where were you? Where were you living? Just like renting an apartment? Um, right, renting. Okay. Um, I lived down in plantation because that's kind of how I got into the fire service. I started volunteering right down in plantation, and um, they said, "Hey, you can do this." Cool. Like so you you found a way to to get basically like subsidized housing, if you will, free free place to stay, in return for the the work you were doing on your days off. Correct. And you know, all my what kind of stuff were you doing for that? My responsibilities were the pool, which I didn't know a thing about a pool, and um, putting the shutters up when hurricanes came, mm -hmm. because you know, like a lot of houses in Palm Beach, they're they're seasonal. Right. So there are six months here, six months somewhere else, and and then the house is by itself, and it was a pretty big, yeah, pretty big house up on the north end near near the uh, old Kennedy Estate. Right. And then and then we wound up connecting uh, through. I think we were taking a class together. And, we were taking uh, all that um, hat 
Not the hazmat. Hazmat the, like, instruction and all that kind yeah, of stuff. So all that stuff. But South Tech. But I remember you were you were telling me about this and I was like, man, I should I should do something like that. And, yeah, uh, and, and you you put an ad in, and I put an ad in, and, and the, they didn't like the accommodation. You, it was a smaller place yeah, than I, I had, and and then the person said to you, "You know a handyman," yeah, and you gave him my number, and yeah, that's kind of how it all, how started. It all started. And then so I, you owe me, you owe me something. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I should put you in. <laughs> so and then I started taking care of the neighbor, uh huh, um, and then some houses sold, and I met realtors, and. They're like, oh, you know. So it just fireman. blossomed from there. Yeah, they're like, you're a fireman. Oh, that that's that's great. You know, who who better to take out or take care of something than right. somebody who's been vetted pretty much by the, the town at that right. Time. So you had public trust. Right. So there was an implied level of uh, of trust with with you from anybody that you you dealt with. Correct, and then it just. You know, I started um, meeting people, getting more houses, and then you know how to go go legit, get a name, and yeah, and uh, get all that. Grow going. from there, delegate. Right. Well, for the long uh, for a long time, I just you know uh, kind of grew. I never, still to this day, we don't advertise. Just never advertises. Mm -hmm. We have a website, word of mouth kind of thing, but yeah. Um, it's it's the relationships that you've made over the, over time, mm -hmm. and that's kind of where we're at now. Where it's, it's blossomed, correct? Okay, so good stuff. Now, how did you did you did you have natural ability to be a handyman and and do all this stuff, or did you farm everything out? Um, I'd say a little bit of both. From working, you know, I had my own landscape company at one time when I was starting off as a fireman. Um, then I worked at Home Depot or worked at Builders Square. Um, so it was so you pretty acquired handy. some skills. Right. It was pretty handy. I had done some construction and some other things. Um, and then from the fire service, we get really good at demo. <laughs> That's my favorite part yeah, of the job. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's the putting it back together yeah. properly yeah. thing that is uh, – that's the tricky part. Yeah. Anybody can break something. Yeah. But it's breaking it and putting it back together the way you found it. Okay. Cool. So I guess like fast forward to now, I mean, I know a little bit, but like how many, like how many properties are you, are you managing? We're now? about 65, 70 properties. 65, 70 properties and we're about on the management eight. side. And then at, at some point, you you expanded the the services that you offered right yeah so in about 2014 um one of my best friends john who's a contractor um uh -huh. the gc general contractor so he came in um made him a partner and you know he brings that whole gc license with him and so we were able to take on more things um you know, when I first started, we did a lot of subbing out. You know, you're kind of mm -hmm. there. You open the door. You let people in. Um, but he was more skilled. We were able to do things better. And then, and the the people you hire, you know, like any like the fire service, you surround yourself with people who know more. Yeah. Supposed to, and um, <laughs> or should. 
and then that really kind of kind of blew up because he bring you know he brought a lot of talent right and you know i don't like i said i know how to break stuff yeah he knows how to build stuff so, so you have two divisions you have the break stuff division and the and the, and well, the build stuff right it, he he manages now more of the construction aspect of it uh-huh. and i'm more on the maintenance recurring kind right. of problem thing so um i'm italian i don't have an italian microphone i know it's hard to to not talk with my hands right <laughs> so he he definitely brings you know that that aspect to it so um and now i find myself dealing with the i call myself the unicorn hunter uh-huh. because i get these little things like can you find this particular thing widget yeah like uh-huh. But no, it's it's I like it because it's it's like the fire service in a way where you're not doing the same thing every day, right? And um, and it's service be, oriented, right? Well, so I mean, you're helping people, right? I think a lot of the benefits or the the attributes that that are helpful are a lot of firemen are type A. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some level of OCD. To them, right. they're, they some like us, things in a certain way. Some of us have obesity. <laughs> <laughs> you sit around the table. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that helps, you yeah. know. Um. In the fire service, we're really good with policies, procedures, following guidelines, and doing things a certain way. Right. We necessarily don't like to read instructions, but we mm-hmm. can follow, and that that is helpful. And I see a lot of the customers like that punctuality. Yeah. Right. Do what you say you're going to do. I mean, that's, that's huge. I mean, it sounds silly, but you tell somebody you're going to be there at three o'clock and you actually show up at three o'clock or, you know, or in this case, you tell somebody to be there at 1130 and they show up at 1030. Well, I had an, <laughs> an interview from one of my customers. Um, he's since passed, but um, Mr. Asplund and of the tree. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget, knock on the door. He called me because he got me through his realtor. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm going to be here at 10 o'clock. He's like, we're renting this cottage until we buy a house. And so 10 o'clock, I'm knocking on the door at like 9.58. And I'll never forget, he gets to the door. I don't know any other way to be. It's either we're early, you know. Yeah. 15 minutes early is on time. Right. On no. time is late. Right. Yep. That was an hour early. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. So the attributes that we bring as firemen or ex-firemen, I don't even know. Consider. Washed up? Yeah. Washed up. Washed up firemen. So it is, It those are helpful things. Yeah. There's you know, a lot of, there's a lot of parallels. So like, like when I look at, at my business in the in the mortgage business now, you know, and people think, well, wow, that's such a an odd transition. And it's like, well, you know, it really isn't. It's it's helping people business. It's service oriented. It's you know, it's it's finding people that you know are in one place and they want to get to another place and how to, you know, navigate the the, you know nooks and crannies and, you know, and jump through the hoops and the hurdles and all that stuff to get them there. And, you know, it's just, it's, there's a lot of parallels between the 
fire service, mortgage industry. A lot of parallels between the fire service and property management. Well, it's also um, relationships. Mm -hmm. and, and I had another customer tell me, he's like, you get shit done. Mm -hmm. Kind of GS3. Um, yeah. You call me, and, and it's also having the relationships with my vendors. Yeah. Whether it's an air conditioning company, electrician. It's all good. We'll Better? edit that out. Sweaty. <laughs> That's why you see how close it is? I don't know. I That's all right. don't have one of these in my face very often. So I was talking about relationships with my air conditioning company, electricians or plumbers, mm -hmm. that those are the things that we don't know a lot about. Um or you don't want to touch because your insurance doesn't necessarily cover that. Right. I mean, even though we're paying GC level insurance, um, they still don't want you wiring things and doing all that kind of stuff. So having the relationships that I have um, over these years that I'm able to call them directly, whether it's yeah. my appliance guy or, you know, the electrician or the tech directly. Right. And just getting them there in mm -hmm. half an hour, 45 minutes. And these people that I work for just love it. They like, you know, my dryer's not working and you got to fix the same day. Yeah. Which is great. Um, so it's, it's building that, you know, building that. Um, and some of the cachet some, of people. From, from what I've seen, some of the secret to that and getting those vendors to, to show up on time and do the work for you. Not only is it the, you know, is it the, the clientele that you're, you're working with uh, or how often you're, you're working with those vendors, but it's also how you treat those vendors, right? So like when they send you a bill, are they waiting around 30 days to get paid? No, that, that's um, one of the things we try not to do. And is, is we pay quick. Yeah. You know, they, they are usually, they like to get paid, whereas yeah. I don't get paid anywhere between 30 and 45 days. And right. that, that's one of those, you know, you deal with some people that are been in business a long time that are maybe developers somewhere else. And they're like, ah, you're lucky to get paid within 30 to 45 days. They, yeah. they, they can pay you quicker. Um, right. But I don't do that or we don't do that um, because, you know, they're small businesses or starting up some of them yeah. and it's, it, they need their, their cash flow. And, you know, we've been in business fortunately and we, we have it, we have the capital to kind of stay the course. Right. Which is, which is a good thing, you know? So like, if, you know, from a vendor perspective, you know, if you're looking at a couple of jobs that have come in and you know, all right, hey, if I go do this job, I know I'm going to get paid, you know, right away. I'm, I'm going to that job first. I'm prioritizing that. Um, but you you guys putting yourselves out there to to do that, um, you know, that you that. That requires some some capital backing on your part, so. Well, you know, having having had the fire service as a, you know, your first job mm -hmm. and you, 
I think you should kind of really, um, you got to have that willpower to fund things and, and not go out and buy that big truck. You know, yeah. when you're starting your business or big boat, um, mm-hmm. you reinvest your, your capital, reinvest into the business. And, you know, when, when John came on, we, we were, you know, just gone through an, uh, an evaluation um, for the partnership kind right, of thing. Business valuation. Business valuation. And, you know, having no debt was huge. Mm-hmm. Only having, you know, uh, I mean, no vehicle debt, no, no equipment debt. The only thing that we had reoccurring was an office. Right. And that's, and even the, the guy doing the thing, he's like, this is great. You're, you're making money and you're not spending money in other places right. you shouldn't. Yeah. And that may be, you know, we're using TMS money to, right. to fund projects. And then when it comes back, it's, mm-hmm. it's your money. You're not having to pay off. Now we, we do have recurring revolving for credit cards and employees and all that, but we're very, very careful with, right. you know, money comes in, it goes to, what it needs to go to. Mm-hmm. So, and I think just, just being that way, you know, I'm not saying don't go buy that truck, but maybe, you know, have enough to maybe buy that truck in cash right. and, and do it the old fashioned way instead of finance everything. And yeah. Yeah. Cause that's people a, get in trouble. It's a, it's a big problem. You know, these, these young kids, they, uh, snappers. <laughs> yeah. They uh, they come on the job and, and one of the first things they want to do is you know they just got this this you know this great fire department job they got this great solid paycheck coming in every two weeks or whatever and they want to you know run right out and get themselves a six eight hundred dollar monthly truck payment and it's like oh, I hope you like that truck hope you can live in it because now you can't afford to buy a house you know yeah I I mean you probably see it more than yeah on your side of of what you can afford yep. doing that whole mortgage breakdown thing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely uh, run across some, some folks that, uh, you know, made some financial mistakes in their past. And, you know, I, I mean, shoot, we, we all have, um, you know, here and there, but you, know, you learn from them and hopefully you have some, some good guidance uh, on the job. Don't some buy a boat, can, right? Don't, don't yeah, buy don't, a boat. Don't right. boat get is, a, is a, yeah, get a friend with a boat, right? That's, that's so I'm the friend with the I boat. <laughs> um, no, definitely got advice uh, early on <clears throat> from, from guys you may interview one day, but they, yeah. um, they told me, you know, invest or, you know, the ICMA, I don't know what other departments may call that. Right. So like, what, like you, what you're talking about is like a uh, additional uh, retirement savings, so like a deferred comp, correct plan. You know, put it in like early. That. Something that can go in like pre-taxed, so it's your money being you know going away pre-taxed that you know you can use after retirement. Correct, and 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 a lot of the guys, you know, you did a lot of your learning on the job, but also a lot of learning around the table, yep. kitchen table. And guys that had other businesses and and work ethic also uh, learned a lot of that. Um, you know, and I learned that from my customers because I have you know some of the one percenters, one percent of one you know point zero percent of the one percenters that 
these people are driven and they work yeah. hard and you know they just they're so not when you have their, hands, their attention they're still working right you have their attention and they give you your you better have the answers yeah it's like going into the chief's office you better know better respond with the appropriate yeah kind of back feedback sure so you know early on i learned about um put some extra money away mm-hmm. and you'll never miss it which is a, a good thing and when you get a raise put that put that in or put a percentage of that in yeah and you won't miss it and and those people are right you know because yeah. before you know it it's 20 plus years mm-hmm. and you're like where those, did that go what seemed like you know pennies now as a you know let's say you're putting away you know when you start let's say you're putting away a hundred dollars a month you know 20 years later that's that's pennies you know yeah. that you're that you're talking about putting away on a, on a monthly basis but that over time grows and and it and it's still you know once you get to that 20 or 25 year retirement you know it still feels like pennies it's stuff you like you said you don't miss it you don't miss it coming out uh every check or or monthly what have you and but but once you get to that to that age where you can start drawing on it you'll be thankful well you know, I started in 89 and I was just happy to get a job. You don't pay attention to a lot of things, some things. And then I remember seeing the date, like when I was eligible to leave, you know, my 20 was, you're seeing 2010, you're like, you don't, you don't think I was 21. You weren't thinking about retiring when yeah. you're 21. Yeah. But when you're 41, you know, I left at 47. Right. And, um, and you're still young enough. You've got a whole another life ahead of you. You know, that's like practically middle age, right? 40, 47. Uh, huh? Well, well, I'm 55. <laughs> yeah. So no, but it, it is, you have to, you know, figure out what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, I have younger kids. So yeah, some people started pushing the kids out. I thought it was kind of one of those let's promote. Mm-hmm. And uh, move up that way. Yeah. But yeah. You want to, especially what you want to do, directions you want to go. Yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, what I'm hearing and what I've seen is, you know, you, you took something, uh, started out very small and over time built it up to now, you know, a multi-million dollar business that you now have to you know someday you know build that legacy you know maybe pass it on to 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 your son or, or daughter or or what have you or or sell the business off and you know get you the motorhome and fishing pole whatever no you know, it, it's it's definitely it created uh, a, a lot of chances for freedom in your life oh absolutely yeah i'm definitely bringing John on was was a great thing because you 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 go from being able to do a little bit to being able to do a lot more so definitely um like they say uh you have to delegate to elevate or there's uh the uh, the book the compound effect that that talks about uh you know bringing on staff to where 
Um, I, I call it the acts of freedom. So uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll tell you a little story. This is, you know, in, in, in my business, in the mortgage business, you know, to take somebody from, from application to the closing table, there's like about, I don't know, maybe a hundred different tasks that happen along the way. Right. So starting out small, uh, you know, I might be doing all of those tasks to get somebody from A to Z. Right. But if you look at the, each individual task and say, all right, you know, am I good at doing that? Does that task make me money? Do I like doing it? And you take from that, those tasks that, that you should be doing and, and delegate the rest. And that's a way to, to grow uh, a business or, or grow whatever. Well, yeah, we, you know, at, at first it was always me and then using part-time firemen to, to kind of help me when I needed help. And then um, when John came on, he saw, like, you have all these houses and it's only you and so many people, you know, we should maybe hire. Yeah. And we started hiring people. And then, then it's a compound effect, kind of like what you're saying, because yeah. they're bringing in hourly. So mm -hmm. it, it's you, you can't be afraid to take on that, that salary. It's a right. It, it, it's there is a risk, risk for there. sure. sure. And, yeah. um, you know, that you're like, whoa, yeah, I got to build are hours. Gonna, are they going to do it as good as I would do it? Are they going to present themselves to the customer the same way I would? Right. Well, yeah, and there's that span of control, yep. like on, on a fire scene, you can only give so many, have so many things going on. Same, same here, um, mm -hmm. because there's only so much you can do right by yourself. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, definitely that the fire service always kind of trickles in. But I, I think one of the biggest things bringing to, to the customer is also accountability. Mm -hmm. We're going to screw up. It's just, you have to say it. That's yeah. the biggest thing. I, and, you know, being in the private sector for a while now and <clears throat> dealing with people and the excuses you get, you're like, did you just give me some bullshit <laughs> excuse? Uh -huh. Like, I saw your guy do it. Yeah. Wow. No. It, it, there's no accountability in, in a lot of these companies. And, and we try yeah. to bring that. Right. Like, look, we screwed up. I'll take care of it. Yeah. I apologize. We're going to do better. And that goes a long way. Sure. Is to making excuses and yeah. accountability. Good stuff. Good stuff. So we're getting close to that, that 30 minute mark, which is typically where we like to, where do you see that? to finish these up. It's in my head. Thing? It's the internal clock. I have this internal clock. I know where Jeez. we're at. So, All right. but we always like to, you know, kind of cap these off with, with like a, a call to action. So if somebody is listening and they're like, man, that sounds like Pete's doing some great stuff. I want to do what you did. Where would we send them? Um, I guess, I don't know if I want to give my phone number out. <laughs> no. There, um, I do have a website. It's townmanagementservices.com. And cool. then... They can have, find you from there. Yeah, they they can stalk yeah, it's me easy from there. Stuff from there. And no, but it's 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 easy. Yeah, and and there's plenty of uh, you know uh, obviously the the internet 
you know, you can get yourself a four year degree in, in a very short period of time, but there's a, there's a ton of information out there on the internet about property management and learning, you know, these handyman skills, uh, you know, heck my kid at, at eight years old, uh, taught himself how to, how to tie a tie <laughs> through watching it on YouTube, you know? So, I mean, is that the, a clip on? <laughs> so yeah, there's plenty of, plenty of great information out there. Uh, if you want to try to get into the property management business, it's a great way to get started or, uh, or reach out to Pete town management services or town management, town management services.com. Services. Perfect. And, uh, if you like what you're hearing on our show, you know, like follow and share, you can reach out to us at info at L a T F podcast.com. That's info at L a T F podcast.com. We'll see you on the next one.